Somebody ought to take about 60 seconds and remind hell I still haven't forgotten how God brought me out, how he brought me over, how he made a way when there was no way. Somebody with a testimony in this building, I dare you to take about 30 seconds and rear your head back. How can I forget? See, if we were doing this on Sunday morning, uh, we'd think, when I think about Jesus, uh, what it's done for me, uh, when I think about Jesus, how it's changed every free. Make 
Somebody one more time, lift your voice all over this building. I've got a reason to praise Him. I've got a reason to rejoice. I've got a reason to give Him my praise tonight. Woo! Put your hands together one more time all over this house. Amen. High five somebody on the way to your seat. Tell them it feels good in the house of the Lord tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. Anybody thankful for what the Lord has been doing around this house this week? Come on. Is there anybody thankful for what God's been doing in this place? Amen. Amen. You can be seated. We want to take just a very brief moment tonight to again say a, a great big welcome to all of our guests that are here in the house of the Lord. I see guests all over the house this, this evening. Would you take one more opportunity, church? Come on, I need you to help me make a big noise in this house. And let's give a, an awesome round of applause for all of our guests that are with us tonight. We are so honored that you're here in the house of the Lord with us. And we pray that you feel at home, that you feel welcomed in this place tonight. Amen. Amen. God's doing some great things, and we're so grateful for it. Sunday morning, after the Lord finished moving in the service, we baptized Marlon in Jesus' name for the remission of his sins. He received the gift of the Holy Ghost. I think we ought to give God a great praise for that. Come on, I think we ought to give God a great praise. If we shouted over... I said if we just shouted over what we just shouted about, uh, we ought to give God a great praise over that report this week. Hallelujah. How many of you know how to get heaven to shout and rejoice? It's not by singing the latest shout bump in church. You let somebody repent of their sins and go down in the name of Jesus. The Bible says there's rejoicing in the presence of the angels. Amen. And then Sunday night, man, what a move of the Holy Ghost we had in this sanctuary on Sunday night. And uh, when the Lord was finished in this house, I forgot the young man's name, but we baptized another one of our incredible uh, young men in Jesus' name. For the, there he is over there for the remission of his sins. Would you help me give God a great praise for what he's done? So thankful and so grateful. Amen. Somebody shout this Friday. Amen. This Friday there is, in addition uh, to the activities happening here on Friday night for our young people, there is a youth rally happening uh, at Calvary Apostolic Church in Bradenton. Amen. And uh, it's, it's open. If any of y'all want to make it to that, it's going to be awesome. Uh, there with brother and sister Parker. Who are doing a great job, and God is doing miracles amongst them. And uh, one cool thing, the guest speaker Friday night will be our very own brother Trevor Sloss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Devil's in trouble. Them Bradenton devils better get on their way. And uh, you're, it would be awesome for anybody that wants to go. I'm sure it would be a great support to that church. And it's going to be a very awesome time. Somebody shout fifth Sunday. The last Sunday of this month happens to be a fifth Sunday. And if you don't know, every time we have five Sundays in a month, that fifth Sunday is our friends and family day. Amen. And we just have a great, big, awesome celebration and uh, we have one big service uh, with food and fellowship following. This fifth Sunday is going to be extra special uh, because we are going to be celebrating Memorial Day weekend that Sunday as well. Amen. And uh, due to the growth and the size of the church, we just couldn't, brother, we couldn't find any venues that would, would work for us this year. And so we're going to party on the ground Sunday in combination with our friends and family day. You don't want to miss, there's going to be, they mentioned it on Sunday, there's going to be bounce houses and, and uh, volleyball nets and, I mean, just all kind of cool stuff along with great food and fellowship. Bring a change of clothes with you.
on fifth Sunday and plan to stay a while. It's going to be awesome. And we are going to have a guest speaker on that Sunday, Pastor Stephen Collins from Birmingham, Alabama. He's going to be in the building with us on that Sunday. Hey, we're going to have a great time in the Holy Ghost. You don't want to miss it. Amen. And uh, what a privilege and an honor it is to have Brother and Sister Pope with us here all the way from Mattoon, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Brother and Sister Pope, we love you all so much. And, uh, of course, we get the privilege of seeing them throughout the year as they come to their second home and spend time here. Uh, but I asked him if he would just come and say hello and greet this congregation tonight. One more time, would you put your hands together and show Brother and Sister Pope some love tonight? Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, church. Praise the Lord. And what can I say? The rock church rocks. Woo! And I say that simply because every time that I come, it just gets bigger and better. Fantastic. So good to see so many new people and so many visitors. You're in the right place. You've come to the right place. And it's so good Sister Pope and I are able to be here. It's a little bit warmer than what I uh, would prefer. But if you go back to Illinois, it's a little bit colder than what I would prefer. So what are you going to do? Praise God. It was so great here Sunday. Brother Willis, such a great message. Appreciate that so very much. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I'm not going to take much of your time, but I did want to make a comment. If you look into the book of beginnings, the book of Genesis, God created you and I to give and to serve. That's what we were created for. That's the program. That's the purpose for every one of us. And then Paul speaks to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 when he tells us that it is required that a steward, a servant, someone that serves is to be found faithful. Faithful unto the king, doing his work about his business. And we're living in a point in time when we are watching for the soon return of Jesus Christ. He is coming again and he's coming very, very soon. And we must find ourselves faithful about his business, doing his work, and ready. And I've got one key word that I would like to leave with you tonight that is so important for every one of us, and that is to remain focused. Focused on his word, focused on his work, and focused on his soon return. Praise the Lord. Good to be with you this evening. Come on, put your hands together and thank God for that word from heaven. How many of you believe that was a word from heaven for somebody in this place? Come on, somebody ought to stand to your feet and just shout, remain focused. Oh, come on, put your hands together and let God know you're going to remain faithful. Amen. You don't have to just remain standing if you would as we prepare for the word of the Lord tonight, you do not have to look very far into the news reports, the media, or any other source of information, or simply spend a little bit of time in this world to understand that the signs of the times are upon us. Recent reports of activity in Israel that are aligning with all of the world events let us know that we are in the very last moments of the last days and it is imperative listen I'm just going to tell you something this is not the time to fool around and backslide this is not the day and age to get sidetracked uh, to get sidestepped uh, to get confused uh, to get hurt and bitter and let the devil use that to, to come on this is not the day uh, this is not the age it's time to keep our hearts pure it's time to keep our face before God come on somebody 
Amen. It is imperative that we learn how to live a lifestyle of repentance. Every day we make our accounts right with God first. Somebody say God first. And then with man. Oh, it got quiet on that one. As a matter of fact, sometimes God says you need to do it in the reverse. Before you come talk to me, go get something right with your brother or sister. My God, I might just have the evangelist take a break tonight and grab a text. If you're going to make it to heaven, baby, you can't make it to heaven having ought in your heart against a brother or a sister. Oh, that's good preaching, right? You'll bust hell wide open with your suit and your dress and everything else you got. Jesus said the greatest two commandments are to love the Lord thy God and to love thy neighbor as thyself. Amen. Somebody shout amen. And I don't know about you, but I plan on making it. I'm preparing myself to make it. Come on, anybody else? I'm doing whatever it takes to make it. God, whatever's got to come out of me, get it out of me, God. Come on, Lord, whatever needs to be put into me, put me on the operating table, God. Uh, clean me up, fix me, God. Purge me, cleanse me. Whatever I've got to do, God, I've got to make it. I've got to make it. I've got to make it. Amen. And I'm so grateful in these last days to be part of a church that is plugged into the presence and the power of God and what he's doing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, we, we have one more opportunity tonight with this evangelist, Brother Willis. We love you and we are so grateful for everything that you have poured into us the past couple of weeks. Amen. And uh, we, we have no doubt that tonight will be any different. We know that God has spoke to you. And we want you to come. We are ready to do whatever God has instructed for you to do. We're with you. Amen, somebody? Would you put your hands together one more time and give God a great praise as Evangelist Willis comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us tonight. Come on, let's do it unto the Lord tonight. Come on, if you love him, why don't you wrap your arms around Come on, let's wrap our arms real big around them and say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five. Says, aren't you glad that you are in church right now? Praise God, hallelujah, amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Holy Ghost is doing things at the Rock Church as usual. And um, I always consider it a great honor to come sometimes unannounced and sometimes announced. And it doesn't matter to me. I'm just glad I get to come by and hang out at the Rock Church once in a while. I give honor to your pastor and his family, the bishop of the house. Pastor Williams, my good friend, I love him and their whole family. I love you very much, Isaac and Judah, Sister Williams, great family of God. I appreciate the leadership of this church, all those that carry the torch with your pastor. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. But Brother Pope could have just kept preaching tonight. He started getting all up on what I wanted to talk about tonight. And, uh, but if you allow me for a few minutes tonight, I'm going to try to put a spirit of encouragement in this church right now. I felt something bump me here over the weekend. And I felt a spirit of haunting that was trying to torment this church. That's okay. Because what we're going tonight, <laughs> the devil's going to have it. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 47. We're going to start reading out of verse 27 through 31. 
And then we're going to jump to Numbers 14, and we're going to read verses 1 and 2. Amen. Praise God. I tried to preach this Sunday night, but God didn't let me preach this Sunday night. And I couldn't get away from it today. And um, if you'll bear with me tonight, I'm trying not to bring us down to a place where we preach you to a low end tonight. That's not what God's going to do. But God, I feel, is going to do, and the Holy Ghost is going to bring us wide in the Spirit. And we want to go where the width of God is, not what we think is. You know, he asks us to reach for his heights, his depths, but I think the Lord also talks about us wanting to reach to him. And left and right, forward and backwards, and uh, because our job is to impact the world, not impact what's in the four walls of this church, but impact the world. Do you believe that tonight? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Well, Brother Trevor, where are you hiding, bud? I wish I was here to hear you preach. When are you preaching? Friday night? Oh. You might have to sneak over there lift a man's hands for once. Hallelujah. Good Lord. My God, the whole church is behind you, bud. That's exciting to hear. I think you ought to give man honor. Amen. Wow. Exciting. Genesis chapter 47, verse 27. Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt and in the country of Goshen. And they had possessions therein and grew and multiplied exceedingly. Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So the whole age of Jacob was 147 years. And the time drew nigh that Israel must die. And he called his son Joseph, the dreamer, and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. And deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt. But I will lie with my fathers, and thou shalt carry me out of Egypt. And bury me in their burying place. And he said, I will do as thou hast said. And he said, swear unto me. And he swear unto him, and Israel bowed himself upon the bed's head. Numbers chapter 14, verse number 1 through 10. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt or would God that we had died in this wilderness if you allow me for a few minutes tonight in the Holy Ghost I'm going to preach on one subject tonight it's going to be a simple topic but I do feel it's a necessary topic for the Rock Church called the matters of life and death the matters of life and death I wonder if we could put our Bibles down and lift our hands in the heavens. Come on, I want you to really call out after him. Say, Jesus, I love you. I praise you. I magnify your name tonight. I pray your hand upon everybody in this place. We pray right now, God, your hand of protection upon this church. And we know you're here in favor. And we ask God that we would stay in the favor of God. We pray in the name of Jesus. We pray your hand upon this service. And let God, those, God, that have been going through the battle, that in the name of Jesus they're coming out with rejoicing in their spirit tonight, we pray. Now clap your hands unto the Lord. And turn around to somebody, give them a high five. And say, let's give high praise unto the Lord tonight. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Now turn to your other neighbor, smile real big and say, hey, aren't you glad that you are in an apostolic church tonight? 
in the words of Jacob to his son Joseph. He is making a very strong statement because he knew he was at his deathbed and that while he was at his deathbed, we find Jacob knew and understood that Egypt was not the resting place of the chosen seed. In fact, he knew this is not where I want to end up is in Egypt. And so he told Joseph, Joseph, would you please, when I die, please do not let my body stay here. In fact, would you take it to where my fathers are in their burying place uh, because uh, I do not want the last of my existence to be uh, in Egypt. And you've got to understand the types and shadows uh, of what God uh, had let the Word of God be written into the minds and hearts of us today. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, we can never lose sight uh, of our purpose uh, and where we are going. Uh, our end result is not uh, to die in this earth uh, and to stay here uh, in this earth. Uh, in fact, uh, the end result uh, of the church uh, is still the greatest hope uh, of tomorrow. Uh, that we, if we do die, uh, we are not staying here. In fact, uh, we will one day uh, be risen again. I think we need to have the spirit like Elizabeth uh, and her husband uh, that they daily went to the temple uh, because they knew uh, the word of God told them uh, there is coming a king uh, and there's coming a promise uh, and that with that promise uh, and that prophetic word uh, you got to still believe church uh, that we are still got to go daily uh, unto uh, the temple uh, and still believe uh, the church uh, Destiny is not here. I wish somebody clap your hands a little bit. I wish somebody would rejoice a little bit that you shut the mouth of the enemy that has tried to get you to believe that this is the end result. In fact, you've got to understand a little bit about the devil and what he has done for thousands of years since the time of Adam. It is because of the death that creeped upon all mankind because of the fall of Adam. It has gripped the hearts of mankind that we would have to deal with death and life. In fact, the devil has used death uh, to control the mind uh, and the desires uh, of every human since then. Uh, every choice you made since then uh, is all about uh, what's going on in life uh, and what's going to happen in death. Uh, you cannot get away from it. Uh, the devil has used this to his advantage since being kicked out of his place with God. It is the enemy's greatest tool is to distract us and get us off focus of the plan of God. I'm here to preach. There's coming another resurrection. There's coming another I'm telling you, the devil does not want you to believe in the promise of the church. But I think I've got a few tonight that made up your mind. I've got a greater hope than here. Oh, somebody ought to clap your hands right now. Come on, I think we can do that a little louder right now. 
I come to tell that spirit that's been haunting some of you. I felt it strong on some of you over the weekend. Oh, where the devil's trying to haunt you and get you worried about this life. I'm here today to tell you that's not our worry. Our worry, there's coming a day where we will be resurrected again. I do not believe in preterism doctrine that believes all things future has already happened. I do not believe the resurrection has already happened. I believe we need to be like Elizabeth and her husband. We got to keep going to the house of God, expecting, 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 and believing in the power of what God has for us. I am a pre-wrath preacher that I believe that God is coming back for a church and the church is not destined to the wrath of God. I believe we are not appointed unto the wrath of God. But I'm here today to tell you we are appointed one day that we will be risen together with Christ. And the devil's good at and deceiving you that you could be haunted and worrying about now. Go ahead, do that again, Sister Anna. You know what that means? Woo! I got hope. Woo! I got something to believe in. Woo! I've got victory still coming. Since Adam, he knew that if he could destroy the seed or the bloodline, he knew that he would have power over death and how he was going to do it. He even thought, well, if Cain could kill Abel, maybe that's my chance. Well, if I could get everybody to be involved so much in sin, oh, that God would bring judgment upon this earth. But God found a man named Noah who was faithful, him and his family, and God saved them. Right now, I'm here today to tell you, God's saving a church. God's saving a body of believers. God's saving a bride. Who you got to believe there is no greater excitement is to know the Lord is coming back soon. It's time to tell the devil, get off of my shoulders. I refuse to believe it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. He thought, well, Pharaoh, if I could get him to kill all the male children, I'm going to get him with death. Oh, Esther. Oh, but Esther made up her mind. There's a decree to destroy all of God's people. But Esther said, I'm going to pray and I'm going to fast. I'm going to change the mind. It's time the church start praying and start fasting and believing this is the greatest hour. I wish somebody just lift your voice right now and pray a little bit. We're going somewhere tonight. It's time to learn to walk in the Spirit. It's time to understand your strength will not come from your education. Your strength will not come from your human knowledge. Your strength will only come from the Spirit of revelation. That's why you got to walk in the Spirit. You got to talk in the Spirit. Oh, so the enemy that did have power over death could not stop the plan of God. The Bible says that when Jesus came upon the scene, the Bible says that when he came out of that 40 days of fasting and praying 
and making sure the enemy knew I'm coming to mess up your world. You thought you had all power. You thought you had power over death. Oh, but the Bible says that when he came out of that 40 days of fasting, that when he went out to share the gospel, that life was sprung up out of him. Oh, that it would shine upon darkness. Bible calls it the shadow of death. And Jesus come out. You thought you're going to kill me in the wilderness. You thought you could tempt me. You thought that you could do this and that. Some of y'all need to start telling the devil, you thought you could kill me by trying to take my child out of church. You thought, Lord God, help me. You thought, oh, that you had me. Oh, when you took my job away, you thought you had me. Oh, when there was a death in the family. But somewhere you got to rise up and say, Jesus is in me. Jesus is in me. That's why. That's why John says, Verily I say unto thee, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that hath sent me, he hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. The moment you decided I must be born again of water and of spirit, that devil cannot haunt you with death haunts you with life. He's given you life. That's why Lazarus is such a key understanding of the empowerment of what baptism will do for you and I. That when we are buried with Christ, something happens that you think might have been dead and the devil had you locked up, had the braces around your neck, choking the life out of you, but somewhere you found a light that came out of a desert somewhere, out of dumb dry land somewhere, oh, that creeped up on you. Woo! When he had you at the shadow of death, Jesus showed up. Jesus arrived. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I was getting so excited studying this tonight, I'm telling you right now, if I could, I would jump leaps off of this pulpit tonight if I didn't go meet the Lord fast. Peter preached. He said, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pain Because if it was not possible that he should be holding to it, what he was saying is the devils used death for too long. But because of Calvary, all those things that had held him down, the things that have locked you down, guess what? Jesus said, I ain't going to be held into that any longer. I am trying to me right now. Also, oh, the devil's just deceiving you if you don't think you're going to make it in this hour. The devil is just trying to convince you of a power he does not have any longer. Woo! That's why you got to make up your mind. I'm a Holy Ghost filled child of God. Somebody's going to have to help me preach a little bit tonight. Holy Ghost taking us somewhere to our church. I'm telling you right now what the pressure you've been feeling. It's just the spirit of deception that's haunting you. You're going to tell that haunting spirit, get off my shoulder. Do you hear your pastor say, hey, 
He's about ready to go, hey, 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 hey. What is he saying? Death does not hold me down. I'm filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you right now, it is not the will of God for you to keep carrying the weight after every service. And you'll carry the same time, same moment. That's not the will of God. You are being hunted by the spirit of death. But you got to tell death, you will not hold me tonight. I'm getting the revelation of a risen Savior. Somebody clap your hands right now. Come on, somebody that believes it right now. That's why Paul in Romans begins to describe when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled. We shall be saved by his life. Wherefore by his one man sent into the world, Adam's sin, and the, death, the devil had control over death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, the Bible said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But if you have been baptized in the name of Jesus, it's not the will of God to be haunted on your shoulders tonight. You gotta say, I was once a sinner, but now I'm saved. I was once lost, but now I'm found. I once could not see, but now I see. You gotta make up your mind. I will not be haunted. And the devil's good at holding your past on you. He's good at trying to keep you remembering everything you did wrong. It's time to tell him, I know your future. And I know, oh, I'm jumping ahead of my notes. Oh, but devil, that house that you once had, your home that you once had called death and hell, guess what? I serve a God who went down and took the keys from your own house. He's good at convincing you there's no hope for your children and there's no hope for you and there's no way you're going to come out of this and there ain't no way you're going to pull through this one. His job is to torment you day and night. The accuser of the brethren, day and night, trying to get you to keep tasting death, trying to keep you keep having that flavor in your mouth. And Jesus said, I took death away. Adam, because of your disobedience, you caused the whole earth to have to deal with death. So we can all really get in the blame game. We can go all the way back to Adam if you want. So you can blame your mama's uncle's brother, uncle, brother, brother, grandma, grandpa, but you can go all the way down to Adam if you want. Now, how good is that going to do? But you keep blaming mom and dad and keep blaming brother and sister and you keep blaming your uncle and you keep blaming this person and this person. And so the haunting spirit of bitterness uh, because of all the mistakes that you had to deal with uh, because of the, the sins or death uh, that had transgressed against you and things you did because you didn't know no better. I'm here today to tell you I serve a God uh, that's bigger and greater than those transgressions uh, that you're dealing with right now. So the devil will keep reminding you and make you think he has the key to death. That's what bothered me most about this stupid pandemic. It's stupid. He used the oldest trick in the book, got everybody worried about death. 
He used what he used way back since Adam's day. Shame on you if you're a born-again Christian of God that you believe that death is your last result here on earth. But my Bible tells me that's just a beginning. Because I'm a child of God. I'm not locked in. I'm not locked in to death. You can't hold me. You. Some of y'all need to get your woo back. Some of y'all woo is woo. Whoa, Brother Willis. This is Tuesday night Bible study night. How dare we get us excited about the coming of the Lord on a Tuesday night. I say woo is coming it's time to believe he's coming back you need to get your woo woo Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. So haunting spirit, I've already died. You can't come after me with death. If we're baptized unto his death, then like as Christ was raised from the death, you got to raise up and get your rejoicing back in your spirit. us up from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we should walk in the newness of life Woo! the matters of life and death Woo. so for we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more Christ died no more, and we've been risen with him. What are you doing dying on your cross-carrying moment? Why are you letting the devil pounce on you with bad mistakes of your past that keep haunting you? I'm I'm in the Holy Ghost. I know where I'm at tonight, and I'm telling you right now, God said, I raised you, so death has no hold on you anymore. You will not you. You you gotta stop believing the deception of the devil. You gotta get a spirit of Elizabeth. I'm going to the house of God because my promise is waiting for me there. I'm in the house of God. I got promise right now. I was I'm telling you, I wish some of y'all get impregnated with revival right now. Because death hath no more dominion.
and where was he? We've lost so-and-so. We've lost so-and-so. We've been losing people so-and-so's for thousands of years. But what's different since Calvary is, guess what? We're no longer in some holding cell. Whoa! Those that have been born again of water and spirit, your outcome is no longer in the grips of a devil's hand any longer. He doesn't have the keys to his own house. So don't let the devil tell you he's taking you there. It does not have dominion over you. I wish somebody would shout a little bit around here. I wish the rock church would get up in your Holy Ghost tonight. Greater is he that's in you. I wish the rock church would let the Holy Ghost get up in you right now. Yes, the wages of sin is death. But guess what Paul said? After being a murderer, one of the smartest biblical philosophers and biblical learned man in his day and murdered Christian after Christian after Christian after Christian. Throwing him in the lion's den. Doing all this stuff. His new verse says, oh wretched man that I am. I'm a bad dude. I've done some bad stuff. Who shall deliver me from this body of death? Says, but for the law, the spirit of life is Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. What's held you down does no longer hold you down. What locked you down no longer can lock you down. Yeah, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I'm working hard. I'm trying to keep this thing up here. That's why Paul said, for I am persuaded. I am persuaded that neither death, that's the first thing he says, neither death, sin, things I've done wrong, everything I wasn't perfect at, oh, and I didn't have it all together, oh, and death, that neither death, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers. Come on, Holy Ghost moving right now. Come on. Come on. This church has got to stop dealing with old dominions in this church. All things that are holding you down in this place. God's trying to elevate you to a place beyond dominion. So, since by man came death, man came also the resurrection of the dead. The Bible says the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption and this mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass a saying that is written, death, 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 death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death. Where is thy sting? I uh, wish somebody help me right now. It's time for you to rebuke the sting of life. That devil's going around trying to sting you with death. Sting you with death. Sting you. you got to say, oh, death, where is thy sting? You ain't hurt me. You ain't got me. You are not doing it to me. 
see some of y'all still waiting for me to deliver you I can't do it but when you begin to call on the name of Jesus and believe it and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You can tell old dominion, you ain't got nothing. Why? I'm a diligent man. I'm a diligent woman of prayer. I'm a diligent person of rejoicing. I'm a diligent man of rejoicing, of praising, of worship. So do you think the church is going to be solemn before the coming of the Lord? I'm telling you, the church ain't going to be. Say that again, Pastor. Victorious church. You know what that means? <laughs> People don't like, oh, you need to hear me. People don't like it at the Rock Church has church like we do. But you need to know what you tell that spirit. You can haunt me all you want. I will be a victorious. pull some of y'all out of y'all spot right now. I'm, the Holy Ghost is so full in this place right now. I'm telling you, God is speaking so loud and blatantly to the church right now. The church is not dead, brother. It is alive. What you need to do that tormenting now that spirit that's trying to have dominion you need to get out I am part of the bride of Christ so what would this church be right now if Jesus all of a sudden wanted to come right now and you knew it, well, we don't know the day and the hour, so we know that's not going to happen. But what if? Because the Bible says that we need to be watching praying. I do believe the church will be watching and the church will be praying and the church will be alert. I do not believe your head's going to be down like this in the molly cubs as death is trying to torment you. But somewhere you're going to say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? We're daily in the temple. We're daily in the house of God. We're daily where God wants us to be. Wow! you got to say to death, I am not a child of death any longer. I'm a child of the living. I'm a child of the living. So, we're about ready to go with it. You just need to prepare yourself. Because I believe the spirit that's been haunting some of you is going, it's going to be gone tonight. You're not going to bug your pastor and his wife any longer about it. It'll be gone. Why? You decided to trust the word of God. You decided I'm going to. Brother Lee, I was there if I use you and your wife tonight. I just feel like poncing on the devil a little bit tonight. I got a privilege to be able to sit in their house the other day. 
I kind of snuck off. My wife called me, and I snuck off in one of the rooms. You know what I did when I walked in their house? I didn't see no TVs. I didn't see all this carnality around their house. And I saw a man slaving over a grill to serve anybody to come in. Well, what are you doing with that kind of house? I'll tell you what he's doing. He said, I once was a bad man. I once was a bad lady. But guess what? I'm in the land of the living now. I understand what power over dominion is. That's why haunting spirits ain't going to take this family. you got to say to this right now, this is our moment. Come on, sis. What are we doing? We're going to pass of taking dominion right now. Well, we're telling every spirit, you can't hold my past against me. We're living in the land of the living. We're living in the right now because you're like well I've rejoiced at least four Sundays ago and I well you know I had a good time but you got to understand the matters of life and death the devil uses during that period of time that you think it's unnecessary to live victoriously See, some of y'all can't handle Sunday nights like that because it causes you to get out of your shell of comfort. I, I know you thought because they're up there, I'm done preaching. I ain't done preaching yet, but I'm trying to get us there right now. Holy Ghost is saying to this church, how long are you going to keep letting the death of sin, the death of your path? Oh. with the spirit of anticipation. The moment you disconnect anticipation from your purpose and your focus is the moment hauntingness comes. That's why when hauntingness comes, what do you do? You look down because redemptive draw nigh to those that look down. what it says look up look up some of y'all gotta get your look up look up look up look up He's coming in the cloud one day. <laughs> a victorious church, the Bible tells me, they are looking for his appearing. And the Bible says that when he appears, he's appearing from the ground. He's appearing from the east and the west. That's not what the Bible tells me. He's coming in the clouds. Oh, God help me. Woo! 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 Come on, get your head up. Get your head up. Get your head up. 